0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's time for some self care. So I am super excited for this week's episode. I'm really enjoying self-care Saturdays. If there's anything specific you'd like me to chat about, send me a message on Instagram, books.cats.pod, and I'd be happy to check it out. Anyway, this week, I want to talk about creativity. So I use creative projects to relax. I can really get into a flow state and write or design or do whatever for hours. I love flow state it feels like meditation. So one of the most inspiring books that I've found about creativity is The War of Art, Break Through Your Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles by Steven Pressfield. I love this book so much. There's a quote on the cover of it that's from Esquire magazine, I believe, I think. Um, do magazines still exist? Anyway, they call it a vital gem, dot, 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 a kick in the ass. And I agree completely. So The War of Art is broken up into three sections. The first is called Book One, Resistance, Defining the Enemy. So Pressfield goes into detail about what he calls resistance, which is essentially anything that interferes with your creativity and productivity. He puts it much better, though, in the introduction to the book. There's a secret that real writers know that wannabe writers don't. And the secret is this. It's not the writing part that's hard. What's hard is sitting down to write. What keeps us from sitting down is resistance. So there are lots of great gems in this book, and it was really hard to pick just a few, but I'm going to try my best. (laughs) There's a lot of descriptions of what resistance is, and these three really jumped out at me this week. The first is resistance and self-medication. Ugh. (laughs) Okay, so I think most of us have used something at one time or another to numb our feelings. Personally, that is my M.O. I'm not really proud of that, but it's true. It's something that I'm focused on fixing right now, which is both painful and freeing. But it's hard. It's hard to feel things. (laughs) Pressfield says, When we drug ourselves to blot out our soul's call, we are being good Americans and exemplary consumers we're doing exactly what TV commercials and pop materialist culture has been brainwashing us to do since birth. Instead of applying self-knowledge, self-discipline, delayed gratification, and hard work, we simply consume a product. That first line is really rough when we drug ourselves to blot out our soul's call. I don't like to think about blotting out my soul's call, and I feel like a lot of people, that's just how they function, like they Push down what they actually want to do, what they think they're supposed to do. And I would say that I spent a good chunk of time trying to do that. And if you are not doing what you're passionate about and what you're actually supposed to be doing, and you're trying to fit into some mold, it's not going to work and you'll break it eventually. (laughs) Okay, so the next thing about resistance that I picked is resistance and victimhood. This one hit me hard for a different reason. Um, I've definitely been guilty in the past of playing the victim and it is so deeply embarrassing to me. Um, one thing I really hate is admitting that I have weakness. So I haven't played the victim card very often because that is just too much. (laughs) I have begun to notice it in myself and I've also, because of that, started to see it in others as well. And I am also like so over this shit at this point. Like, I just want everyone to be honest and take responsibility for their actions. I know that's not going to happen, but imagine a world where people were just like, yeah, I did do this. Anyway, I'm over it. It's definitely not productive, and it's only creative because you have to come up with ways to blame other people for the outcomes of your choices. That does take creativity. I just don't think that's really the kind of creativity you want. It's definitely not what Pressfield is talking about. This is what Pressfield has to say about it. A victim act is a form of passive aggression. It seeks to achieve gratification not by honest work or a contribution made out of one's experience or insight or love, but by the manipulation of others through silent and not so silent threat. The victim compels others to come to his rescue or to behave as he wishes by holding them hostage to the prospect of his own further illness, meltdown, mental dissolution. Or simply by threatening to make their lives so miserable that they will do whatever he wants. Do you know anybody like this? It is the worst. And there's never a thank you. You know, you do and do and do and there's never a thank you. Anyway, that's also resistance. (laughs) And the third one I picked is resistance and being a star. Ugh, okay. This is one of those things that I would love to pretend I have never felt or wanted But we all want to be a star at some point, right? Admired, an exception in our chosen field. I know it's not just me. But it's not really about the end result. It's about the process. And this is something that I have been working through for a bit now. And I find that I agree with Pressfield wholeheartedly on this one. He says, Grandiose fantasies are a symptom of resistance. They're the sign of an amateur. The professional has learned that success, like happiness, comes as a byproduct of work. The professional concentrates on the work and allows rewards to come or not come, whatever they like. I love that. I have to say that focusing on the work has changed my view of a lot of things, and I am definitely a lot happier for it. Okay, so let's move on to book two. This is Combating Resistance, Turning Pro. So this section is super motivating. The first thing he discusses is the difference between professionals and amateurs. The amateur plays for fun. The professional plays for keeps. To the amateur, the game is his avocation. To the pro, it's his vocation. The amateur plays part-time. The professional, full-time. The amateur is a weekend warrior. The professional is there seven days a week. The professional loves it so much he dedicates his life to it. He commits full time. Resistance hates it when we turn pro. So then he goes on to say how if you are willing to turn pro, um, that you are basically signing up for misery and love, because um, that's really what dedicating yourself to a passion is about. And he talks about how we're already pros in some ways and how to apply that more towards what you're interested in. He also points out that there's absolutely no mystery in how to go about fighting resistance. It's just about doing the work, which can be hard. But when you boil it down, that's really all you have to do. Just sit down, do one thing. That's what I try to do every day. If I can do one thing working toward my goals, then I've at least had a little bit of success for the day. And just changing that mindset has made a difference, too. It's really incredible what just changing the way you think can do. I say just, but that is so difficult. Okay, so then there's book three, which is called Beyond Resistance, The Higher Realm. Um, This goes into discussions of muses and angels and kind of the magic of just keeping going. Um, Again, just doing the work. And he discusses the ego versus the self. And then, of course, you throw in some fear on top of that. That's pretty much the gist of it. Um, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield is an incredible book for anyone who creates. And honestly, most of it can be applied to a lot of other areas of life, too it just has good overall life advice. Definitely check it out and take some time today to create something that makes you feel peaceful and centered. Whatever it may be, do it with focus, self-belief, and joy. Face the world honestly and with love. Bring something beautiful into the world because you are full of beauty. Peace.